This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that movie? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) It is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen (laughs) finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy at the White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're yeah. to the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rent-a-cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the Uh, now on today's program, my goodness, it's back to Bronson. Death Wish 5, The Face of Death. I'm Andrew Jupin. Surprise, Chris Cabin. <laughs> Surprise, Stephen Zadak. I am very confused, Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Almost every episode. I'm... Well, let's just talk about that up front. Then the lineup changed. That's that's <laughs> lineup TBA. I didn't even notice Chris Cabin, ladies and gentlemen. Hand, I've just been handed an update from the newsroom. Chris Cabin is sitting in a You're... different seat. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a slow news day. (laughs) Welcome to We Hate Movies, everybody. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, as always. Like we said up top, Death Wish 5, colon, The Face of Death from 1994, directed by Alan A. Goldstein. Okay. Is this a subtle (laughs) dig at Bronson's face? Is that like what we're doing here? Because I mean, like, he, he, he does look like death it's, in this. Movie. It's yeah. the only thing that makes sense. You could yes. throw a baseball, no, a softball. You could catch a <laughs> softball in this face. This is a weird old catcher's mitt. Yeah, dude. Or you could like maybe punt it through some sad uprights because it also looks like a withered football. It looks like a mi- uh, a microwave to avocado. Dude. Like you know, you put an avocado. <laughs> yeah. You think you think that's how you make guacamole? Like I guess I'll just put this microwave in the. Uh, the 
this avocado in the microwave. Instead of this, he should have done like old man Chucky. You know, yeah. like child's play <laughs> as an old man, like an old doll. Well, I mean, he's the same size. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think of him with like like his hair dyed like red and him running around like this. I'm going to kill you. I mean, these movies have gotten like so cartoonish. I really do imagine like anything that would hit him in the face would hold there for a minute <laughs> oh, as definitely. it sucked in and then he would spring back out. <laughs> uh, this movie uh, really thinks highly of itself. I'll tell you right now. Do you guys notice during these opening credits? It's, it's like the theme from The Godfather. I mean, or it, so, is some, it is some nuts. really melodramatic <laughs> orchestrations. And I'm like, this is the fifth Death Wish movie. Let's re- <laughs> reel it in a little bit. He is, uh, we are doing this obviously because on Friday, Death Wish, just Death Wish, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just Death Wish. Uh, the new reboot with uh, Bruce Willis and Eli Roth. Yuck. Uh, I mean, comes out. Who, was, who was writing letters? To the film company being like, dear Mr. Hollywood, I would really love a new Death Wish movie it's before Whoever I die. owns the rights to Death Wish. <laughs> yeah. If it was ever in the top 10 of, of a yearly box office, you can remake it at this point. Yeah. That's, that's I think, what they do. I think they just go on fucking box office mojo and just look and be like, oh, we can do that now. Wait, so which one? The first one? The first one was huge. Really? It was it, a huge hit. It spurned five films, and now now another one, and there was the that Kevin Bacon movie nobody saw. Oh, Death, Death Sentence. I thought that oh. movie was kind of okay. Yeah, we saw that together, Andrew. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's been Astoria. Death Note is not related with uh, the Willem Dafoe monster. No, that's right? an anime. Whoa, that's an anime. What? That's a that's a whitewashed live action yeah. anime. Oh, wow. Yeah. I tried to watch some of that anime. I turned it off almost immediately. I'm gonna write your name in a notebook <laughs> and then and then a creature's going to come and kill you. Wait, that's the plot? I, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna write your name in a notebook and then I'm a subsequently going to kill you. It's just how I keep track of who I'm going to kill. So they, so he's never signed his own name? No. That's, that comes in, man. That does really? eventually come in. Mm-hmm. Oh, re- oh, oh, fuck, really? I can write these animes. <laughs> and then I the... can write these animes, Mark. <laughs> and then there is some kind of terrorist organization. I do not really get it. <laughs> um, so this movie is Paul Kersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hero. Our, our hero. Our hero. Yeah. Uh, he's back in the Big Apple slash Toronto. <sighs> Boy, those tax credits. <laughs> Them tax credits, so, everybody. let me get this straight. Yeah. He was put into witness protection after all the shit he's done in New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh? Yes. And then he's just put back to New York in witness protection? I'm two avenues over now. <laughs> it's totally, if you do something on Fifth Avenue, if you do it in the fashion district, everything is different. And he went from Paul Kersey to Paul Stewart? Yes. Yeah. You know yeah. what? I feel like when you go into witness protection, it's both names. You've got to do both yeah. names. both names? This is like fucking Ben Kenobi horseshit. <laughs> it wouldn't work. Well, you They'll know. find you. You well, know, I, the whole moving thing was a whole negotiation with the fucking witness protection protection agency that went on for five months yeah oh my god i mean he was i mean but like that's the thing is you shouldn't be able to go into a grocery store and someone calls out your first name and you turn around that's not how that mutinous protection should work i was just checking it out and so one in three okay uh take place in new york two and four both take place in la okay and then five is back to new york is the Uh, it's an odds and evens game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they should send him to Chicago. Yeah, or yeah come on. I'm going to burn down the second city. 
again. <laughs> he did it the first time. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. The he Twin was... Cities meet my twin barrels. <laughs> yes. yes. Dude, that's the thing. He needs to be going to a bunch of different cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're just going to film in fucking Toronto anyway, Canadian yeah. vacation. Don't Killing just USA. alternate it. You know no, what I mean? You know what? Put him in the country and have him shoot hillbillies. Oh, oh yes. I would. Yes. You know what? Look around his IMDb filmography. I guarantee you that movie exists. Yeah. (laughs) It's just called something else. I mean, he made so many Death Wishes that weren't Death Wish, which uh, I I Ten to Midnight, that's a Death Wish. Uh, Murphy's Law is a great Death Wish movie. Kinjite or whatever. Kinjite. That's a a Death Wish. It's a top ten racist movie. (laughs) That's a a racist Death Wish. (laughs) Well, actually, he's only killing white people in this movie. Unless I'm mistaken, because it's an Irish and Italian gang. Yes, yes. I think we could say those are white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's an it's an Irish slash Italian game. Well, because for for further listening, by the way, after this episode, uh, we ha- have done Death Wish three. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Death Wish three, it takes place in New York, even though we're filming this shit in fucking England. Oh yeah. That movie. Uh, but he's like kind of taking out members of like a Lat- like Latino gang of some kind. What the hell happens in Death Wish four? Anybody? I, I didn't. He just goes like, to I forget crack, that. crack cocaine. The crackdown. He goes uh, to L A. and he takes out entire drug gang oh kind of pretty much the same thing as part three except like he's not avenging murdered elderly people (laughs) for once (laughs) it's like batteries not included but i blow people up (laughs) oh man he needs like a little comic relief a little uh ufo guy hanging around dude i would love it if he had like a droid companion yes Yes. Don't kill that man, dumb dumb. <laughs> it's okay. You can do that. So now kill all of them. He is firmly in New York, and he's in a in a relationship with a woman, Olivia Regent. Yes, uh, uh, fashion a, designer, a high high fashion designer. Her mm-hmm. ex husband is Michael Parks, who runs a gang. Michael Parks built fourth in this movie. What the fuck is that? It's you know what he should have been like first honestly he should have been first you know why he's doing the best job in this movie Mm -hmm. he was a great actor and like yes this movie sucks Mm -hmm. it's death wish five of course it sucks but in this movie like michael parks is being a kind of okay villain he's doing it he's he's bringing it here but like (laughs) um who was second and third then uh second is uh whoever played olivia regent which i believe is somebody saying something else (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to the IMDb and what, page. And Saul Rubinek? No, Saul, Saul Rubinek gets a special appearance. <laughs> oh, I love that. Bye, Never Saul. has happened in the history of cinema elsewhere. Do you think Saul Rubinek was like, wait, what am I getting? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I, I mean, you, okay. You get that on Frasier. Can I have to still to frame? Um, uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking up this woman's name because she hasn't been in a ton of stuff. But yes, Leslie Ann Down. Oh, I don't know. I got to say something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, yeah I don't, but Michael Parks is shuffled down to the fourth slot. That's insane. By the way, uh, I, I will uh, put all of your money on Michael Parks getting Dennis Farina at the Oscars. Just put all oh, of your money oh, on oh, it. Oh, for sure. Oh, sure. I, I don't give people gambling tips on this show often. But you know that that's my lock of the week. Is that also, Mike, what, are the, what, what what clip would they have shown? You know, like uh, Red State, him in Dust Till Dawn, maybe. Yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, not today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, him in Red State. By the way, that movie's something. Mm-hmm. That is something. Was he else. in Tusk? He's in yes, Tusk. Yes, he is in Tusk. Oh boy. He's also in Kill Bill. He became uh, Kevin Smith's muse. 
Uh, right, yeah. Kevin Smith was just like a fan of his, yeah, of and they know. just made some movies. We open. I, I think that ver- I've never been to a fashion show, so you know. Please, what? Please <laughs> According to this, up. there's a lot of boobs that are shown while the girls are changing. Now, is does that? I'm is that open. what a fashion show's like? I'm sh- listen. I'm sure there is. First of all, I'm sure there is. No, no, no like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you're changing really fast in all these different outfits, this, that, and the other. But thing. this is a separated cho- room. This is right? how you choose to film the opening of your film that takes place at a fashion show. Yeah, you could have done something like Phantom Thread, <laughs> a little classy. They come out there, they walk around. But no, you're shown backstage, uh. and you're showing nudity. Because it's Death Wish 5. Uh, because it's produced by Menachem Golem, by uh, the way. Toast, margarine, <laughs> sausage, pancakes, eggs are easy. <sighs> Man, his breakfast in that movie. Getting so fucking hungry watching that movie. Marmalade. <laughs> I don't know. Would IHOP put it, like, if that movie wins the Oscar, would IHOP put out, like, a special, like... Oh, man. The, uh, the, the what do you... They, could, they the, would the, go the, out the of business, reference? man. They can't, they can't replicate that. No one at, like, the, uh, like, the IHOP, like, corporate office knows what Phantom Thread is. <laughs> well, no one knows what a rabbit is, either. Like, wait, you could eat rabbit? <laughs> I, would, I would make that Denny's employee do it without writing it down. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. Put that pad away. <laughs> it's actually just a cup of orange jelly. That's all we have. Well, that's actually true. Like, he was like the, the toast of the fashion industry. So he go to a really nice, like, uh, uh, Riverside restaurant. We would go. We are uh, subpar podcasters. We, we, we go to Denny's. That's the move. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, we're, we're backstage. There's a fashion show in full swing. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of nudity. Uh, and Paul Kersey. But it's in the middle of the day it's a fashion show. <laughs> Look, man, this is a shitty movie that doesn't know what things are. And I don't the, know what to tell and you. And they're making the clothes where they're having the fashion show. I don't think that happens either. I, listen, listen, here's the thing. What? We can't be too critical of all this because we, we don't, don't know, know That's true. Yep. That's anything. True. All I know is we're in New York City in the fashion district and no one went oh. to mood. Oh, I don't think <laughs> oh, so. Tim for, Gunn would have been furious. Speak for yourself. I know all about oh. the fashion. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he says wearing so. a tattered replacements t-shirt. <laughs> so Chris Cavill. new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You Tell wore us. it once. It's tattered. In the opening of this film. Yes. Are the women wearing the clothes, or are the clothes wearing the women? That is a philosophical question that I do not have the time to answer here, Eric. And that's why you'll never make it in the fashion industry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you'll I'm always so be looking from the outside in, <laughs> I know. Kevin. So uh, Paul Kersey is attending this thing, and boy, is it weird to see Charles Bronson at a fashion show. <laughs> you know he could not care less. Look at my dad at every graduation he's ever had to be in. He's just like... <laughs> He's definitely just checking his watch. Yeah, dude. No, I was picturing my father at some of like my sister's plays. Just like, <laughs> yep, here I am. I'm strapped. And uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm packing heat. Definitely. Michael Parks comes in to Olivia to the backstage area. Apparently, like he has financed this to some degree, or maybe like he gave her a loan in the beginning, so he thinks he owns everything. And the best line in this entire movie. <laughs> oh wow! He looks outside. Uh, he sees uh, Bronson with his uh, his young girl named Chelsea, who's dressed like she's in the fucking Fifth Element this entire movie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with these hats. And or uh, she's also kind of dressed like uh, Madeline, who lives at the the hotel. Oh yeah, a little bit, a little Madeline costuming going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, but she kind of looks like she's from the future for most of this movie. Uh, and she, I think it's Eleanor, who lives at the hotel, and Madeline he, lived with the nuns. Yes. <laughs> and he goes back, and he's like. 
what's that geek doing with Chelsea? The, the, the word <laughs> calling geek. Charles Bronson a geek is hilarious. <laughs> it's really great. It's it's a poor word choice. There are so many things that you could say mm-hmm. Charles Bronson is or Charles Bronson looks like. Like, yeah. hey, what's my daughter doing with that used football? <laughs> what did that? Oh, oh, my God. My daughter's with that old hobo. Please get that guy out of here. Eloise? Eloise. There it there, is. We stopped three Put tweets. Put the tweets down. Wait, what the fuck are we talking about? Eloise was... Uh, the, kid, uh, the kid in the hotel. She lived at, at the uh, Plaza what? Hotel. The Plaza Hotel. In yeah. what? In the, it's, it's like a, a series, series of, of children's books. books. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. You will never have to worry about More of about an Amelia Bedelia type. <laughs> yes. I was. How has that never been a live action that film? That woman was Eventually a disaster. Will. You know what, man? That lady, you put her to any task, it's going wrong. Now, what was, what was her? What she was, was that? She was a maid who was also an idiot. And oh. she, would, she would also, like, she would uh, interpret things, like, super literally. You know, oh. so, like, you'd say things like, Amelia Bedelia, press the drapes. And she'd go over and, like, press them between her hands because she was stupid. <laughs> Delightful. It, and was then it was a riot. Cra- she, uh, in the final book, it was crazy. She passed away because she mixed really? uh, bleach and pneumonia and was <laughs> cleaning the bathroom floor with the windows closed. Now that I like. The drawings of the funeral are beautiful. <laughs> Oh, that's a funny funeral. Oh, man, it'd be like uh, the 1994 uh, Death of Superman, the uh, a funeral for a friend where all the Eloise is at the funeral, <laughs> Madeline, <laughs> Curious George. The Berenstain Bears. <laughs> oh, yes, <my>. absolutely. <laughs> she, oh, they all ride in the Tuesday magic school lost, bus. lost, man. Yes, the magic school bus drove them all to the funeral parlor. Oh, oh man. The magic hearse. <laughs> <laughs> So weirdly enough, Paul Kersey is not an Amelia Bedelia. No, no. The, ma- uh, the magic hearse can like go through the corpse and like show de- com- decomposition. Oh, nice! Body. Figures out how they died. Yeah, it's like a learning experience. <laughs> well, yes. again, we're learning about necrosis. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it's a lot of Charles Bronson smiling politely at this fashion show, mm-hmm. and then he just goes backstage. And I got to tell you. You can't just walk backstage no, in one of these no, things. No, no, no. They're like, I mean, unless you're me, fucking sir. Donald Trump. Yeah, what are you, the president? Michael yeah. Park starts giving it to this fat guy, and it is oh, a man. Deli- it is a delight because like he goes back and like they are currently making clothes whilst uh, whilst uh, this fashion show is going on, and the fat guy is like the numbers guy, and he's like, look, Michael Parks, we're a little short this month because oh no, you, you, your money laundering doesn't make any sense because we're not making enough money. We're spending too much money yeah, on these dresses and stuff like that. He's like, hey man, you're bringing in all this dirty money for me to launder, but we're not selling enough uh, clothes. Uh, by the way, they are having this discussion next to an open <laughs> pool of acid. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> now, now, again, I agree now. Yes, none of us know the fashion industry very well. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this does not exist in yeah, any fashion sure? company. Wait, the, I'm going to just go out on a limb House on this Woodcock one. probably had one, right? A vat somewhere? Maybe it's a thing where, like, that's how you dispose of, like, the worn out mannequins. Nope. Oh, oh, that's where Woodcock <laughs> put her fucking dinner. Yep. Oh, right. Yep. <laughs> just to teach you something. Oh, that poor woman. <laughs> at least in that scene. She got she got back at him. Um, <laughs> and he loved it. So, like, she, yeah, so um, he's telling this fat guy off, and we get in really unfortunate. He's, he's, like, grabbing his stomach and, like, just really, really doing it. He's, he's like, calling him a beached whale. Oh, Big tub of guts in another moment. Fat I mean, and ugly. Constantly. Well, that one was right. And then he gets, I mean, like, 
this African-American gentleman gets into it and we drop the N-bomb. And I'm like, uh. you know what, movie? No. This is not that movie. He is no, not no. like him being a racist has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> Negative twenty points. You're yeah, not allowed well, to just drop that for no reason. It's just something he does. Yeah, it's I like mean, I would I would understand though that mm-hmm. Michael Parks is the villain of this movie. Yes, yes. What with like literally everything else he <laughs> yeah. does, I don't need to be like, oh, he's villainous. Oh, he's a racist villain though. So that like he's just a, right. he's a villain. It, it needs to be either none or you're doing a hate crime movie. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. if he's if being a racist is like part of the well, the life of crime that he's leading, sure. They snowball the whole thing because the R word comes out later too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that um, happens. And so, like, I mean, it's it just stokes your anger from for no reason. Yeah, yeah he's getting really frustrated reading an Amelia Bedelia book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this part where they cut that guy's face too? Yeah. Yes, yes, they cut the the security guard's face. Uh, who yep. are we referring to? This, yeah, this dude tries to step in, and Michael Parks is like, uh, "Step back, slur. We're going <laughs> to yeah. take care of this fat yeah. guy." And but boy, that, oh boy, do they take care of him? It's insane too, because like that guy was like, um, he was like watching the door for him. He was actually like helping Michael yeah. Parks yeah. in this in this uh, shakedown of of the uh, tub of lard. And the thing that's <laughs> the thing that is really unfortunate is everybody who works in the factory floor knows the score. Because at one point, like, one of the henchmen just presses a button, an alarm goes off, and everybody who's working the machines just knows, get the fuck out. Like, the boss man is here, Mm -hmm. and he's probably going to cut this guy's stomach open with some of our (laughs) machinery, which totally happens to this poor man. Oh, that's right. He does kind of cut him up a little bit. He cuts him right open. It's like a bandsaw. Well, I don't know much about fashion, but... Are they, this like, exists. Are, they, are they cutting wood? I think wooden that's blocks? where they're, they're I also carving don't know, the mannequins. I guess. Well, no, I do know a lot about fat people because I am one. Like, wouldn't this guy be in the hospital oh, for yeah. the rest of the movie? Like yes. later, he's walking around. Like they cut this guy open like fucking Goro. His, his shirt doesn't have any blood on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, 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 when he's when he's outside later, there is blood on his shirt. Oh, but okay. on, but like there would be a big fucking soap yeah, spot. Yeah. There totally is. What planet are you on? I didn't see it. Oh, it's there, man. Because the, the guy, the security guard takes him outside and he's like bleeding out. And all these <laughs> other people that work at the factory are like, oh, man, Carl, you're fucking with this whole thing. He's going to be so mad at us. Oh. Don't take this bleeding guy out here. And, it's, and this poor security guard is just like trying to get the police to intervene. We don't see what happens, but that guy's like magically back at work 24 hours later. You think there's a caution sign next to that thing of acid or what? Like it's just a big vat of acid. There really needs to be (laughs) or like Like, a chain around it. There was like like colored lines. No diving. Yeah. Slippery when wet. (laughs) Not for drinking. No running near the pool. And it's not even like like it's real deal. Like you will burn to nothing. It's a bubbling tub of acid. (laughs) It's boiling acid. <laughs> That's a, like okay, so the Joker or something like something should come of this other yes. than well, the characters end, dying. Is but. that where Jack Nicholson actually went? It wasn't like a chemical factory. It was like a fashion. <laughs> it was a fashion factory. Fashion factory. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was the Andy Warhol's The Factory. It's where the Joker's from. That would make a lot of sense. That would. Now just stand here, Jack, and look at this camera. And someone's gonna give you a blowjob, and I'm just gonna film your face for 20 minutes. Okay, now go to sleep for eight hours. I'm just gonna keep the camera running. <laughs> I would watch that. And it drives him to murder, performance uh-huh. art murder, which is what the Joker is. That's right. I've seen Andy Warhol's blowjob. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> or it's not a good movie. It's, it's a, a movie it's that's an good. Interesting, experience, baby. Interesting yeah, art exactly. experience. It blows in the end, but yeah. 
<laughs> he Kersey uh, is like, you don't have to take this guff. So she tells Michael Parks to get the hell out of there. And like Kersey's looking at him. They kind of have this thing where she's like, I am not paying your whatever anymore. Like I, I'm going straight or whatever, which he never. Listen, you work for the mafia. You just, you know, you, it's a you, lifetime gig. It's, <laughs> it's like having a kid, man. You just <laughs> now you just got this thing forever. He it's insisted true. that you put an acid bath in your factory. <laughs> That's a really good he insisted. <laughs> Well, no, dude. maybe it was there when they bought the place. It's like, oh, you're going to turn this into what, a fashion factory? Okay, we'll, we'll find well. some use for it. Well, so, maybe we'll put the dolls in it. So the Joker is a Joker. Okay, good. Yeah, if he's away, he's not coming back. Because you know? that's the worry That's the worry you have is like once you have the Joker in there, he's always coming back. That's that's his new hideout. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you accidentally make the Joker in your office's acid bath, mm-hmm. now it's a Joker's hideout. Now you're mm-hmm. sharing a business space with somebody. It's very annoying. Also, uh, Bronson gets involved because he notices some bruises on her arm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The grabs are pretty pr- rough. Yeah, and it's like, who did this to you? Take me to him immediately kind of a thing. And she's like, dude, I don't want you to have a heart attack. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, he is so he's like in his 70s now. Yeah. And I know he like, was not 71 when they filmed it. 71. Holy mother. And final th- film appearance, by the way. That's tragic. And uh, this is after his legit turn in the. Uh, anyone ever see the Indian Runner? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a Charles Bronson ending. I'll tell that, you that is much. a Ooh. rough watch. It's not a good movie. I don't think. I kind of like it. I mean, what, it's what the only I? Sean Penn movie I like. I oh, think. I, is it, what is it? Jogging or bicycling? What is this? <laughs> It's him. What is he Vigo, doing in this? It's Viggo Mortensen. Is like the David is Morris the is the other one. Yeah, it's like a, a family of toughs that are going wrong, and like Bronson's the dad, and he's like trying to act, and then I did not see this. Yeah, he's a, trying to act. What happened? That, no, <laughs> he just good. didn't. No, I mean he's he's actually not like this movie. Who is like wins lunch? He's like actually. I think oh. he cries in that yes, movie. Yes, he does. A oh little bit. shit! Mm-hmm. That's something. The final tier performance of uh, <laughs> Charles Bronson. I mean. I guess, like, you know, go out playing your most famous character. Sure. That, I mean, he died several years after this movie. Mm-hmm. When did he die? Like, 2002? I don't know. Something like that? I don't know. But it was it was long after this, I'm yes, pretty sure. But he just retired, which is the right move. Uh, 2003, at the age of 81. Oy. So there you go, Charles Buczynski. Wow. What, what time of year? What time of year? <laughs> yeah, w- uh, we're talking August thirtieth. Now, did we? Inv- no, we didn't invade Iraq yet, did we? I'm just wondering if he. Yeah, died. that was that was June of three. Oh, really? Oh, mm, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, he read the tea leaves. Like, yeah, I'm done. Arrivederci. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if Charles Bronson knew that we were going to war with Iraq. <laughs> I think he did. He died with that information. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, he's now Professor Paul Stewart. And he's back <laughs> teaching. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, Here's yes, the thing. Yes. If you are once a world famous architect whose family is murdered, you become a fucking you know revenge killer. Then you have to go into witness protection. They somehow allow you to keep your real first name. You cannot also go back kind of to the to profession the, you once in had. In the same town, and you're teaching architecture. You won't leave the borough. It's ridiculous. It's nuts. Because also like. I want a scene of him teaching architecture. That yep. I want. Yes. That is a scene yes. I need in this film. Profes- yep. Professor Deathwish. <laughs> okay, what you want to do is have a door here and a door there and an acid bath there in case <laughs> no. you need it. This is actually what you do for this movie. He goes into witness protection, uh-huh. and he's going to be an architecture professor. Different first name, though. <laughs> sure. And then, like... Ted. 
some of some of his students are getting hassled by some gang on campus or something. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like so, Substitute 4. Yeah, so it's like a Charles Bronson college movie where he's going to get that Delta house. <laughs> but really to, get them. I'm going to get those those Delta boys good. Uh, yeah, also, like, wouldn't it be kind of possible that he turns up in one of these textbooks? Yeah. Like legendary oh, sure. architect Paul Kersey who vanished mysteriously. <laughs> well, this is now every Republican's dream. Every teacher should be Charles Bronson armed oh, to the yes. team. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who's That's been totally talking true. in my class? Gablamo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> should know all the chokeholds for sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's uh, basically the next movement of the film is him and uh his girlfriend go out to dinner we don't know like anything about this relationship like how long has it been going it seems nope. like it's been going on a while because he does propose to her but it's also like i'm 71 like let's not be boyfriend <laughs> and girl i can't i can't be saying girlfriend when i'm 70 years old yeah that's embarrassing <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's weird because it's like he's 71. She's probably like in her 50s. This yeah. little girl's like 10. <laughs> I don't know what is going on, but like it's at least long enough that the the daughter really likes him. Sure. Is the idea. Well, he's not murdered her yet, so she, he's very likable. That's right. But in uh, that phase, he's very likable. You should know my track record with daughters. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's what doesn't make sense about four or five to me. Like... Everything that gets near you dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's specifically because of you most of the time. And I don't think he ever comes to that realization <laughs> no. in any of these movies. No. Like, there, you need a scene where he's like being a little self-reflexive, and he's like, "I am cursed. Everyone who gets close to me dies." No, he just wants to fuck, man. He wants to <laughs> fuck. Dude, no matter you what. gotta he's bury it. I, I guess you have he to could, push it down. He could fuck, and he doesn't have to marry her. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you go find someone else after this. Don't but, get too close. Uh, but, like, every sex scene would have to be, like, the Munich sex scene. <laughs> like, every single one of them. I don't you think you get it, through this. It's, I, I only saw that in the theater, so take it through. <laughs> the Eric Bana screams crazy. Yeah, and, like, there's, okay. like, guns in the background because he's remembering all of the... the, the, all the death, yeah, he basically has, like, PTSD... While having sex, it Will's sounds perfect. <laughs> yeah. It sounds perfect? Well, because you never you know what's weird coming, kinks. man, dude. What? You, you never know what's going to happen. True. Uh, yeah. Su- Surprise. Wouldn't it be a treat for us, the viewer, to see Charles Bronson just having sex for, <laughs> for an entire movie's runtime with various people and he's having horrific flashbacks? It's Death Wish. It's spl- part five. It's split into two parts. The first part, it's him. It's, it's like it's structured with him talking to Stellan Skarsgård the whole time. <laughs> Let me tell you all about my erotic adventures or maybe it's at least like like the deer hunter the first like 50 minutes is him just like getting laid and then he goes and does stuff for another hour and a half goes to a really nice wedding (laughs) one time me and this me and my friend went on a train and wanted to have sex with as many people as possible (laughs) and then we did it then i hit my friend with a bag full of pennies and then it was me and Jamie Bell. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. And stuff got hot. Right? Wouldn't you want to see that? And then suddenly he starts freaking out and screaming and kills him. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, if if the end of the Death Wish saga had Charles Bronson getting pissed on for revenge, mm-hmm. A+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, we're introduced to Saul Rubinek, who yes. is like working in the DA's office. Sure, and uh, always a reliable character actor, Miguel Sandoval. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
who I love on Seinfeld is the Eddie bodega. Seinfeld. Yeah, totally. Uh, doing the cockfights. He was like in every movie in the 1990s. Oh, I yeah. He just was, turned up. Including this. Yep. This I was feel the like 1990s. it's if you don't get Ruben Blades, if Ruben Blades doesn't call you back, <laughs> you go to Miguel Sandoval. I like Miguel Sandoval better, though. Okay. Yeah. It's a better mustache. Oh, without question. <laughs> yes. Well, you know. And Miguel Sandoval is a like detective with the NYPD. Yeah, I basically. Guess? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, what happens in, in this he is, scene, he's wh- identified as a lieutenant at one point. Oh, so yes. I think so. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. because oh, that's right. Because basically, like Bronson's like the only way this is going to work. I've got a friend on the uh, on the police department who will uh, lock up your ex-husband. And she's like, yeah, but he's in like the super mafia. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this isn't going to go the way you want it to go. And I feel like he had that info like early on. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, he's got to know that by this point. Which is, this whole plot is stupid. Because if Paul Kersey is is your fiancé and you have this dude that's a mafioso, Mm -hmm. like... It fucking it should it should have worked but, itself out by now. You don't even yes, know, exactly. You don't know what whether or not he told her. Like, if she, does she think this is Paul Stewart, architecture professor? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that's all kind that's of locked fine. up. That's fine, but like Paul Paul Kersey himself knows who he is. And he knows this guy's got an acid vat. That's no good. <laughs> so he should fucking sort it out. No. Defend your future wife. Here's the thing. He cannot legally he's not allowed to act until somebody's in the ground. Oh, but like, that's how this movie right. works. Is yep. like he's always he's like twiddling his fingers waiting for this woman to die so he can ah, a loophole. <laughs> he's untethered from reality at this point. Yeah. Everybody he loves is dead. He says, well, if, I, when and if you do die, you will be avenged up to the hilt, but I cannot actually protect you. If you read the Death Wish bylines, <laughs> you must die. Thankfully, you're not getting raped. It's not that kind of a Death Wish. Thanks for everything. That's we already the... had that Death Wish. <laughs> that was four Death Wishes ago. <laughs> That's what the proposal was. It wasn't really, hey, let's get married. It's like, hey, why don't you die so that I can go kill a bunch of people? Yeah. Would you do me the honor of being murdered? <laughs> <laughs> do you, are, do you, you take by... this corpse? <laughs> Did you notice, a... by the way, they are at this nightclub or whatever having a dinner? a nice restaurant. And... They are sitting at this luxurious, like, curved booth, Mm -hmm. but only she is in the booth. He has requested a separate chair to, like, sit across from her, and it's clearly, like, Mm -hmm. a couple's table where they're supposed to be next to each other in this beautiful, lush curved booth no no give me a shoddy wooden chair <laughs> those booths are for gen x's <laughs> look no, i don't no, hear no, so no. good outside this year i gotta be on that side that's well, how it's gonna he, have he to be shr- he's shrinking at this point so i think it was a ba- it was one of those a baby chairs chair, yeah. <laughs> so need, need a booster over here i can't be able to see you eye to eye while i propose to you uh, and she says yes. She does say yes uh, because he, so basically he's convinced her to go to the cops, uh, and then that's when Michael Parks comes into this restaurant with his gang, and uh, she goes excuses herself to go to the bathroom. And this is a very weird scene with uh, Freddie. We're introduced to Freddie Flakes. Oh god! And it's like it's weird. He's like really 
abusing her face with the mirror and he's like crying at the same time. He's dressed up like a woman because that's how he got in the well, bathroom. But like, it's weird the way he's crying while he does it. Yeah. Someone clearly watched Just to Kill like right before. Yeah, because they're definitely doing like a psychosexual. Yeah, but it's, that never yes, comes, comes to anything. No. The rest of this movie, this guy's just like, oh, bull bomb in the fucking mafia. It's like, remember at the beginning of that movie where you look like a fucking kid in the hall? <laughs> I really, it reminded Dude, me was, so he, hard. He looks exactly like Kevin McDonald yes, in drag. Exactly. I was thinking Seth Meyers. <laughs> yeah, I could see that too. But it's like, why would you n- choose to never revisit that? Yes. Like he's dressed up like a woman to sneak into this bathroom. He's crying. He's mashing this woman's face against a broken mirror. It's fairly disturbing. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's like a darker scene in this film. Well, it's eh. like it's like a, a Megaforce gang. Like it's it's <laughs> Tommy O'Shea. Michael Park's name is Tommy O'Shea. Sure so is. the head's an Irishman, and yep. then he's got two very Italian stereotype yep. psychics, and then he has a serial killer just fucking working for him. <laughs> well, that's how you make your money if you're a serial killer. Are, do you want to be a serial killer that die, that lives in a, a van and goes to fucking prison, or do you want to make you know glitz yeah. and glamour? Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to be John Wayne Gacy, or do you want to be the Ice Man? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. that's exactly right, dude. That that dude lived a life. He did. <laughs> he lived a life. That movie is not good. Oh, the narrative about yeah, him? Yes. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, but is the, that the, Michael Shannon? Yeah. yeah. So and no fucking, good? Uh, Captain Wilson? America. Yes. Captain it's America? Not, uh, Chris Evans is in that film. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's not a great. victim? No, it was like his partner, no. kind of. Yeah, sort of yeah. with, with a funny mustache. That um, documentary, though, that's bone chilling. Yeah, oh, that's yes. good. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an angry dad that kills. That's what's kind of creepy. It's mm-hmm. like if I pushed my dad just a little <laughs> farther when I was a teenager, like he would have become that guy. <laughs> just a little, like a hair farther. You've got to get you a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she goes to the hospital, and again, he's like, legally, all right, you've, you've assaulted her viciously, but legally, I am not allowed to revenge upon it until she is in the ground. Right. And <laughs> Funerals so, first, everybody. Look, I don't make the rules. This is not the time to be talking about what we're going to do about this issue. <laughs> look, give these families time to grieve first. <laughs> look, you were the one who brought the lawyers into it. I was trying to just do you and me. <laughs> and so we're told that the daughter is now like being hidden at Paul Kersey's home. This house he's got, by the way. <laughs> Here's amazing. a question. Do you it's think amazing. he designed that himself with his architecture skills? I think he's supposed to have been, but I don't think he actually did. I don't think Charles Bronson actually did. No, I, I meant Paul Kersey. <laughs> I mean, character. There's, there's a lot of interesting house. Uh, Freddie Flakes' place looks like it was designed by Otho. <laughs> that place there's is insane. A lot of, like the mafia, Michael Parks included, have very modern designed mm-hmm. homes and yeah, aesthetics. A and strange. Paul Kersey's got more of this, like, uh, country, uh, yeah, but rustic, like Freddie uh, Flakes, like Michael Parks lives in the city. Uh-huh. Like he lives in an apartment in downtown Toronto. But Freddie Flakes <laughs> and Charles Bronson lives in these houses. And I'm like, are you on Long Island or is, is it Jersey? Or maybe it's Westchester. You don't no. know. You got to spell these things out a little bit. Michael Parks' apartment looks like where, uh, uh, God rest his soul, Philip Seymour Hoffman pushed off and before the oh, devil nice. knows you're dead. He yes, he's exactly to- like it. Uh, you're totally right, actually. Well, for that- a second, I thought you were talking about real life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you saw the house? (laughs) This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now, Mr. Rocket just handed me this. 
Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks but if you were monitoring your spending with rocket money you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner so find out what all the fuss is about you know over 80 percent of people have subscriptions they forgot about like the stars app don't get me started you don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. Uh, um, that just happened downtown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, so he's like, uh, so she's uh, uh, in the hospital and, you know, uh, Kersey's trying to work with the cops. You know that this detective comes in. And he's like, you know, I've been trying to put him in jail for 16 years, Tommy O'Shea. And he's like, you've been failing for very long. Which yes. is a really, really good Bronson line there. Uh, we are told that even with facial reconstruction, Olivia will still look like a freak. No, oh, <laughs> according to this, he's a freak. No, <laughs> this, but no, this doctor is yes. like. Listen, Doctor Stewart. Ah, uh, even with the best facial reconstruction, yo. <laughs> and he's like, "Damn it!" But she looks exactly the same. There's got like marker lines yeah. on her face. Of <laughs> well, where so she got scratched cuts. by a tiger. Yeah. 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 Which have is you, fine. Have you seen Frankenstein? No, the Robert De Niro one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, that movie, Mary Shelley. Oh man, goof! That's another Kenneth Branagh failure. No, thank you. 
I didn't know he was yelling at Kenneth Branagh today. Yeah. And he directs boring movies. Like sure, Thor. Yeah, straight. Yes, yeah. exactly like Thor. I'm agreeing with you. There is um, there's a great moment where he's in the hospital and he kind of just like takes a look around. And I think it's supposed to be the character like just thinking about everything that's happening and what's to come. And he just lets out like a... <sighs> and I'm like, that is a Charles Bronson, like exhausted with doing these movies. Sigh. That's a real life sigh. He didn't know the cameras were rolling. I feel. And, <laughs> and then it cuts straight to him going home and going to his fucking uh, safe. Oh yeah, and taking his gun, uh, the, the, the yep. ceremonial gun. Hello, Abandonia. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I named it after the chickadee from The Godfather. <laughs> um. So we are we are privy to some more torture of these poor employees of this fashion factory. Oh, that's right. So, like, poor Albert. By the way, yeah, his name is Albert. They are calling him Fat Al. Sure. Fat Albert through this whole movie. This guy, he's, like, wearing a wire for Miguel Sandoval and, and Saul Rubinek. Yeah. And he, like, he tries to, like, elicit some information from the two Italian hitmen, and he does the worst job of all time. He's like, so, guys, uh, any mafia business happening today? <laughs> I feel like that would be me, man. I would go down and instantly. Oh, dude, yeah, I'd be sweating so hard the fucking wire would start sparking. <laughs> that happens in something, doesn't it? Sure. What? Oh no, I, I think you meant that. It happens really... every day. No, I thought there was some like crime comedy or something where somebody sweats so much during, with the wire that like it that just starts getting electrocuted. Like, yeah, that, might, yeah, that, might that smells of loaded weapon, but I can't <laughs> say for sure. Or Jay Moore's Mafia. Remember that one? <laughs> oh, oof! I certainly do. Or the lives of others. <laughs> One of those. One of those one of three. <laughs> one of those hilarious movies about wearing a wire. And uh, yeah, so he, yeah, he's like, oh, you know, they, they, and they, they make him. The best thing is the guy in the van's like, oh man, they made him already. <laughs> like it was just, it's like the worst record he's ever had. And so like, there's this this partner that's with the other detective we've mentioned already, who starts like chasing after this mm-hmm. fat guy, like. They've made you. And this dude, this Freddie Flakes out of nowhere, Amazing. is driving this car. He just hits this dude. It's and a insta- Kramer's car, by the way. <laughs> it does look like Kramer's car. And instead of just like mowing this guy down, he like hits him just so that this dude comically flies through a restaurant window. <laughs> he's just like he's just like flung so it's like he's made out of rubber or something. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So fun. It's, it's like, like Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> like you hit a fucking sack of balloons. Yeah, I mean, he breaks like, through the restaurant window and yeah. then he gets in there and like Kirby just sucks up all the food. <laughs> the people in the tables all Yeah. <laughs> and then the security guard that tried to right the ship with this whole thing, he's on duty. And this guy's seen awkwardly like polishing the time clock, which is weird. <laughs> and then the mafia walks in. And they put his hands in like this iron press. Oh, yikes. And then they fucking jam his head into it, press that down. This dude, dude is on the floor, and then they shoot him in the head. You know what, dude? Do me a favor. Shoot me in the head. You want to oh, shoot yeah. me? Shoot me in the yep. head. Just please just shoot me in the head. Or do whatever you want. Point, hit me with a car if you want to hit me with a car. Yeah, knock me through a restaurant <laughs> window. I don't care. <laughs> So like we see the scope of like how far these ju- these guys aren't just like you know you're you're run of the mill mafioso mm-hmm. like these are real deal sadistic murderers and um, at this point uh, they you know they realize Bronson realizes that somebody's on somebody's informing somebody so he tells Saul Rubinek in person look that you know she's gonna go to the cops but you know it's got to be secret it's got to be her way. And then he tells Miguel, and then Rubinek goes along to Miguel Sandoval, who's just at his house. 
This is a really weird, like, I feel like we're trying to spread this movie out a little bit, mm-hmm. like make it a little more of a feature length presentation. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because it's just like Saul Rubinek at home with his wife and son, and then like Miguel Sandoval's over, and like the doorbell rings, and Sandoval's like, oh no, this isn't one of your friends you're trying to set me up with again, is it? And I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck. Where's Charles <laughs> Bronson murdering anybody? This is the lowest uh, body count of all the Death Wishes. Which and, like and the are, lowest kill count too. You are tuning in mm-hmm. to see murder, but they, mm-hmm. they yeah, go I big wish, though. I, I will wish say. for death. I am wishing for death. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't give me enough death. Oh, nope. I thought you were saying like you were wishing you were dead. Oh yes, that's every waking moment. No, 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 that's just regular <laughs> life. I was gonna say the last like five or six are big ones though. They go they big are. in the end. Yeah, it's not. Just, like, that's the thing. It's like Death Wish three. It's a bunch of gun deaths. Nothing yeah. but gun deaths and that great bazooka death. This one is almost <laughs> like a slasher at the end. Yeah. Like creative deaths throughout. And that was, I think, there was a, a rewrite on the screenplay by... Su- it was the guy who directed this movie. He had only directed like dramas before. He never directed uh, an action movie. This Goldstein fella. Mm-hmm. And so he he punched up the script by like adding in some comedy to it. So that's why like there's that soccer ball gag later oh, in the Jesus. film. And I guess that acid pool, I mean, that is pretty hilarious. Yeah, I mean, these well. Because they couldn't afford the guy who did Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> you know who uh, produced this film? Who's that? None other than Damien Lee of uh, Braxis. Oh, oh, really? Fuck. Yeah, man. And maybe you could have got you could have got Jesse in this movie. See, that's you get Ah, uh, so here's the thing, Damien. <laughs> I hear you're producing what what's rumored around Hollywood to be the final Death Wish <laughs> with with old Chuck B starring in the role. Here's the thing. How about you get me cast as Chuck's buddy? And then it's like a passing of the torch kind of film, and then it's Death Wish Six colon body slam. <laughs> and it's me looking at his gun and I just go, Next time, baby. <laughs> Right, that'd be pretty Dude, pretty sharp. That, this is what you do. He's like one of his students at architecture <laughs> yes. school. Sixty is fifty yeah. years old. Wait, and then a wall goes there, <laughs> and another wall, and suddenly we have four walls. Got it, chief. <laughs> hey, Professor Stewart, just checking in to see how I'm doing in your skyscraper two hundred one class. <laughs> Does it need a roof? <laughs> do I? Here's the thing. When I'm building a building, how many bathrooms will I need? Do I need to know how many times people might go to the bathroom? How about no bathrooms? Yeah, take it it outside, pal. (laughs) Is it against the law to build a building without a bathroom? Hey, 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 Professor Stewart, I'm playing The Sims right now. (laughs) And I I got this guy all boxed in. He's going to die, buddy. I forgot to give him a door. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, no, actually, sir, um, you know, there are zoning rights in reality. Not in SimCity, I understand. Oh, oh, what's that I flunked out? That figures. <laughs> when do I get a gun? Yeah, and that's the thing. is like he flunks out of architecture school, but Charles Bronson's is like, I got something else for you. Oh, yeah. yes. Right? You Vigilante could be my, school. My apprentice of death. You're a young 45-year-old man. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish I had your age and your looks. Whole death ahead of you. <laughs> and when you inevitably lose Charles Bronson, you can call it just vigilante school. 
Hey, Chuck, uh, before you go, and I mean die and, and leave this mortal coil, could you leave me that head of hair, pal? <laughs> I mean, look what I'm doing here, buddy. I got a fucking skullet to beat the band, wrapped into a rat tail for ages. You're three times my senior, and somehow you've got the whole thing up there, man. I mean, we got matching mustaches, so that's pretty cool. Oh, man, rub them together and make a wish. <laughs> So uh, she comes home from the hospital and she's like, I'm never going to be the same again. My beautiful looks. There is a fucking bad line here, let me tell you. She's like looking in the mirror and he eerily comes up behind her and she's like looking at her disfigured visage. Okay. And uh, and she goes like, <laughs> she goes, Paul, what do you see? And he's just like, I'm... Go- I'm looking at the woman I'm going to marry. Oh, nice. Oh, like, wow, smooth. dude. Look, I don't... Listen, you think those cuts are bad? Look at my face. <laughs> look at my first wife. <laughs> I look like a monster truck ran over my face. <laughs> now, honey, you with all this... <laughs> don't you think you'd just rather be dead? <laughs> So that I, I can avenge? Yeah. Well, she is not even home for fucking six hours when Kevin McDonald cop comes calling. I think this is what it is, Chris. You know what it is? He's like, he's like, he's, he's you know, he's Paul Stewart. He's got Jesse Ventura as a student. He's just really bored. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I need something. Who? Oh, this fashion designer. Her ex-husband is who? Okay. <laughs> oh, you think right. he's selected yes. her? Oh, absolutely. Dude, dude, that is a great twist. A long con. I love it. <laughs> Oh man! What a reveal! To avenge. Like there's just like shots of him at home with his like trigger finger just like moving in the night. <laughs> like needs the boy needs to run. <laughs> I can't just kill somebody. That would be murder. I need someone. God, you know I I don't have any more old war buddies. Everyone in my family is dead. <laughs> no dogs. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely zero dogs, thank God. Uh, so yes, uh, Kevin McDonald, Freddie Flakes comes in. Uh, he pretends to be a cop. Uh, Bronson figures out who he is. And he's like, Olivia, run. And she starts going. She's like, what? <laughs> Olivia, run. It just keeps happening. Well, this is what is so dumb. Like, It's like ding dong, fucking serial killer at the door. Uh, the mafia is doing a bad job right here because it's these two other like hoodlums standing with their back to the door. Like, come on, asshole. Like, everybody pretend to be a cop. Yeah, so... <laughs> He realizes immediately what the situation is, and he starts going, Olivia! <laughs> Olivia! <laughs> and this huge fucking house, she's upstairs like, what? What was that? Did that? What? what? Hold Paul? On. What? It's the 1990s. Let me use my in-house intercom. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> if only. Oh, shit. It's broken. They're always broken. <laughs> and he starts screaming. And, like, of course, the fucking dudes on the other side of the door hear what's going on. Hey, buddy, what you, you know, professor, what you wanted to do was make the, make the ceilings a little higher. That way your voice will carry. <laughs> I learned that in my other classes. Oh, fuck. They design a death house together. Yes. <laughs> like Dr. H.H. H. Holmes. <laughs> death Wish 6, death house. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Now we can be the devils in the white city, buddy. <laughs> Come Open. on. Me and you, prof. Let's do it. Open house. Oh, oh yes. open house. Yes. yes. Which built to last. Um. So these dudes start like blasting through the door. This is 
obscene. <laughs> These guys all have like machine guns and shotguns, and they are firing at Charles Bronson, and <laughs> seventy years old. <laughs> and this is some fucking stormtrooper type shit, right? They are missing him with every bullet. This dude would be Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. And he's not, he's like running and like, I can't get a lock on him. No, he you like can't. He like drops his keys and runs back and they're still <laughs> shooting at him. And he's fine. Boys, shoot the ceiling. It'll bounce down and hit him. <laughs> and um, Olivia goes to the roof and it, it's like the end of heat. There's all these like yeah. ducts that she's running past. And Freddie Flakes obviously shoots her. She falls, and now she's dead. Oh, before she dies, she does say, <laughs> yeah. like, I think it's what, right when the guy's at the door. She's like, no matter what happens, you get Chelsea. And he's like, yeah, you got any documentation on that or what? It's going to be very <laughs> difficult with me being a convicted murderer. Yeah, she's like, promise me you'll take care of Chelsea. He's like, uh, you got it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. I just have a cartoon idea of like the judge with the mound of murders of each man <laughs> on the side of him oh, yeah, going up and up and up. Is like, okay. You have 173,000. <laughs> you have 125,000. He goes to Michael Parks. <laughs> Did well, you guys notice there's one of two absolutely ridiculous henchmen in this movie? Henchmen appearances. The first one is in this house raid scene mm-hmm. where one guy, I think it's the guy with the shotgun, is just growling. <laughs> really? Oh my God, there's one guy. There, there's, uh, the this, end, this the guy bald at the, guy yeah. at the end. Dr. Claw guy. He's doing a Dr. Claw <laughs> impression. Voice. I'm like, what is that? Is that, a, that sounds like a cartoon dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, you got it. Like this is weird. Like gravel. It's, it's cursy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You. Just these two weirdo fucking hitmen, dude. It's it's bizarre. So he she's dead. He does a jig. It's like all right, back in business, and ain't it grand? Lock and load. <laughs> so they put her in the ground, and he can get to work. Uh, and f- now, and you as the viewer, by the way, yeah. are finally just like, oh, good. Death Wish 5 is starting. Exactly. You like, know what I mean? Like, you are sitting through this yeah, fucking you know fashion show. You could show. have fucking opened it on this funeral, and we would be like, yeah, we got it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know what's coming. Somebody's got to die for this to be engaged. It needs to be like, yeah, maybe it's at his retirement community. Somebody gets shot in the head. Like, oh, I, man, Death Wish 5 ooh. retirement community. Death like Wish that. 5 calling Del Boca Vista. <laughs> <laughs> My wallet's gone. Uh, things, <laughs> That's what starts it. Things got heated on the shuffleboard courts, and now he, there's a dead man, and he was my best friend. <laughs> I was say, at that point, he's just a serial killer and putting, like, poison in the chipped beef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm running security on the... Uh... Cosmo Kramer for board presidents. <laughs> oh, and then at the end, it just it it, it it turns out like he had Alzheimer's the whole time, and it was like, oh yes, oh all your guns, and it's just like Charles Bronson making gun fingers, like <laughs> ba boom, ba boom, ba bing, ba bam. Got you, nurse maid. <laughs> yes, you got me, Mister Kersey. Uh, look at you, beefy security guard, finger blammo. <laughs> Oh, you got me, Chief. <laughs> they are all calling him Chief. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, she's dead. He does a fucking amazing, before he realizes that she's been murdered, and this is stunt double central, obviously. Oh, it's yeah. like Paul Kersey jumping off the roof of this oh, building. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Come on. Get out of town. He lands in a bunch of garbage bags. <laughs> but come He's 70 years old. Yeah. Like, if my father did this... He's gone. If yeah. anyone did this, but yes, but like oh, both his hips are broken at this point. Easily. 
And mm-hmm. I think they used the same stunt double for when she dies and when he <laughs> oh, yeah. jumps. Exactly. And they just changed the wick. It'd be fine if, in, narratively, if his hips broke, they could make like a murder wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know? shit. It'd be like yeah. Silver Bullet with guns. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> like that. Uh, so, yeah, she is uh, laid to rest. He takes uh, custody of the girl temporarily because in comes Michael Parks. And he's, it's one of those, like, why? Like, (laughs) why? Like, you don't give a shit about this girl. Well, he does say very pointedly, like, I, she's mine and I own her kind of a thing. Right. And and we can get into Michael Parks a little bit. He's a kind of a weird, like, a hip dude. Like, he's wearing, like, these, like, tinted sunglasses the whole time. He's got, like, a modern haircut. You know who he looks like? He looks like Brian Cranston. Yeah, a little (laughs) bit. He's got a real Cranston look in this movie. What do they do? The mafia? They're ma- like, what yeah. is their specific? You're never really told, but there's okay. laundering involved at oh. the fashion factory. Of yeah, course. but I don't know like where the money's coming from. Yeah. You imagine it's drugs. We well, we do see at one point one of the two, uh, like the second and third in command, like the brothers. Yeah, we see one of the dudes is definitely like shaking down a businessman. So oh, okay. there's a lot of like yeah. protection money okay. kind sure. of thing. That, that's, that's it. So that's, that's at least part okay. of it. I, I I would wager gambling. Mm-hmm. That's uh, uh, some yeah. gambling receipts. I would say <laughs> I would say drugs, but it, the, you, there is not yeah, a lot no, of drug it's, use it's, in this. It's rigging dog racing. Oh, <laughs> that's what it all is. See, the feds would never look into that. Exactly. He winds up taking control of her uh, business. And like he's just getting blowjobs all day. I guess is the idea. This yeah. is a weird scene where it's like it's your standard midday fashion show. While we're doing that stuff, we get a little more nudity, and there's this woman uh, who's like his girlfriend, and he's like, "Baby, it's showtime." And she's like, yeah. "Oh, great!" Uh, yep. He's like sitting spread eagle with his fucking tan and slacks. Suddenly, and he- Andy Warhol comes out behind the bush with a camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, that actually makes sense because he can't get an direction. That's the whole point of this. Yes. Scene. Yeah. Oh, he is quite flaccid. And oh by- yeah, Andy Warhol presents flaccid. <laughs> Low box office receipts and on that one. By the way, out Low front, tea too. While this whole horror is happening. <laughs> Out front, like the the fashion line has become like a hustler series. Yes, chain link, bro. And there's a guy from the road to Wellville, like <laughs> horrored by it. <laughs> no, like the, like the, like the the fa- the fashion editor of the Times has come to this warehouse every week to to write this shit up. Well, that's what's weird is at the beginning of the movie, Olivia definitely makes mention of like this is my annual my 10th annual fashion show and it's Mm -hmm. for charity and blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then the very next week michael parks is turning it around and it's fucking fredericks of hollywood but harder (laughs) and there's someone definitely makes mention of like gee since michael parks took over this line he's making a lot of odd buys (laughs) but also we didn't make mention of this at the beginning the fashion show at the beginning it's terrible it's terrible terrible the clothes are bad and the wigs that these women are wearing it's like bad halloween costumes one lady her all her legs instead of wearing a dress it's all just belts did anyone see this? oh yeah she's yeah. wearing multiple belts Do you never wear you never wore belts for pants <laughs> yes like rob liefeld did design that huh yeah it's a is, common thing wait, is that the guy that does the big chests <laughs> yes yeah yeah i know 20 that pe- 20 <laughs> people who, 20 to 50 people are really is, so his name is what now rob liefeld and what does he do he, he created deadpool and created oh. cable he creates but what his 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 trademark was? Everybody's wearing a belt every which way but loose. It was belts on your legs, belts oh, on your arms, I and there's all sorts of pouches. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, his so- best work is Belt Man. 
You know, honestly, Google that image of 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 uh, Captain America he drew. Oh yeah, it's fucking it, it's bone chilling. It's like ju- he's juicing. Yeah, it's, it's like his, his. I mean, the proportions are nuts, and that's like he's made a career off that. The dude's a billionaire. I'm not. I'm not gonna throw Ooh, throw rocks. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but going back to the boner really quickly. Sure. sure. Or lack thereof. He can't get an erection, and it's like the movie is laughing at him. Like, yeah. ah, you fucking villain. You can't even get an erection. But you're <laughs> yes. pretending. But the inverse, you're telling me that Bronson's getting erections? Like, are you kidding me? No, are yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Eric has pulled up the Captain America photo. It's I'm quite silly. I'm passing it around. It's, it's just infamously bad. It's as bad as anything's ever been. He looks like he has large breasts. <laughs> he does. Is he drawn with a literal third leg? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, but anyway, yeah. sorry. What? No, no, but just like you're, you're, you're putting this guy down like Bronson's fucking getting it up without a goddamn car charger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me juice your balls there, pal. Hey, You're is going... this for extra credit or what? <laughs> yeah, clear. Uh, they call me the spark that lit a thousand boners. <laughs> let me just take this desk lamp, rip the wire out there, prof. <laughs> you know, it's it. I was, you know, I'm glad that this is not a six page paper, man. I can't write to shit. Getting dick started, that I can do. That's a 69 page paper now. Oh, well done. God damn it. Uh, Ooh, lick your thumb if you got to turn my page. (laughs) Don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, he does look like an old book, doesn't he? He yeah. does. Yeah, he is a well-read book. <laughs> he looks like the Necronomicon in Evil Dead. Like It's like without pages, that's what he looks like. I am bound in human flesh and written <laughs> if, in human blood. If it was like left underwater for a year, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's probably, yeah. Um, so he started, the first guy he kills is this Italian guy. At Chicky. Ita- Chicky, this Italian bakery. His mama is there. His mama, oh, this mama, is the boom, sister. Boom, boom, boom. And I got to tell oh, the you. sister, sorry. They, I, no, because it was infuriating. Please. Uh-oh. So it's a, they're supposed to be. She doesn't least, have a rolling pin. That's what it's, you really. It's not that's that what cartoonish. For. But so, like, yes, they have this bakery and whatnot. And it's sort of been established that the bakery is like. Not a hideout, but definitely a mafia hangout. Uh-huh. Like Tony Soprano, like, sitting out in front of that deli in those plastic chairs, which, mm-hmm. my God, that's yeah, got to get old. S- Satrials, man. Um, but so, like, Br- Bronson goes in. He orders a cup of coffee and a, and a uh, cannoli there, yes. you know. So then Chicky comes in, and he, like, Bronson taps, taps, like, puts a little, like, powder Rapport. there. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, what do they say it is? Strychnine. Cyanide. Cyanide, Cyanide. Yeah. Um, on, on this dude's cannoli, it looks like powdered sugar, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so the, well, the, the ridiculous part that I was I was trying to point out was like Charles Bronson like goes up to the woman and he's like, "Hey, how about some more coffee?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay, here you go," and like pours the coffee and he's like, "It's delicious." And she goes, "Oh, grazie," and I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." Like this is yeah. an older Italian woman, fine. So then this dude starts choking on the fucking cyanide, and mm. it's just like. Oh my God, Chicky, he's choking. Someone get some help. He's choking. And I was yeah. like, what? 
What about the grazie? Remember that thing you did? Oh, the accent, you, yeah. Yeah, your first fucking line of the movie, lady. You remember when you did that? It was a grazie, and you fucking trilled your tongue. You did the whole well, thing. Well, that's for the customer. Get that tip. See, that was the <laughs> thing. Was I, I had that thought. I was like, maybe it's just like a put-on. Nah, this movie's not that smart. Well, the dialogue <laughs> coach was... There was a dialogue coach hired, but... That person turned into the guy that had to wake up Charles Bronson. All right. <laughs> Shaker. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You're on in five minutes. Get out. <laughs> Come back in four. You felt you were supposed to be choking that guy. You fell asleep again. <laughs> Come uh, back with drugs. So this this dude drops dead. Mm-hmm. What is, Bronson does have a Bronsonian line here. Oh, oh. Some, uh, it's, uh, it's something like tastes great. There's it's something like that. <laughs> And just like pushes this dude's face down into this cannoli. Yeah. So this dude dies. Cut to the front page of the paper. It just says cannoli caper. <laughs> Ooh. And by the way, Bronson is just there in this cafe with him. He you skirts would right out. You might notice. Skirts is, right he's out. He's as obvious looking as anything. It's like okay. Um. Like yeah. Just like give me the California. All right. So. To the sketch artist, like, get the California raisins, but he's got a mustache. <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, wait. It's like a Keebler elf, but he's like really tired. Uh, his hairline like starts at his eyebrows for some reason. <laughs> it's like kind of a wide mustache, but some of that might be dust. Sleepier. No, sleepier. Okay. <laughs> So then uh, the next thing is obviously Freddie Flakes. Oh, they, we go to Chickie's funeral and Freddie Flakes is like, oh, you know, you guys don't have any home security systems. I can't believe this. You know, you when I go home, it's like I'm in the womb. Oh, that's a <laughs> gross thing that this dude says. A, oh, Michael Parks is just like, you know, oh, I, don't, I don't need protection or whatever. And this dude's like, mm, protection. By the way, the reason they call this dude Freddie Flakes. Oh, that's right. It's very important. Oh, man, is because he has a, apparently like across the criminal underworld <laughs> famous. Famously bad dandruff. <laughs> Famously bad. It's worked its way into his nickname. Mm-hmm. All the other criminals know what's going on well, with that guy. I think that's why he kills so many people in so many interesting ways. He's tr- dying for a new nickname. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Freddie kills a lot. Yeah, well, that Freddie kills a lot. <laughs> if, you, if you have to do that, Dick Tracy rules apply. All of them have to have names like that. Yep. Michael Parks has to have a That's fucking- exactly right. It's like two Italians, an Irish boss, and then fucking Freddie Flakes. Come on. Hey, Freddie Flakes is me, flat dick. <laughs> I'm your boss, Flat Dick. <laughs> and Cannoli Mouth is the other guy. Yeah, cannoli Mouth cannoli is definitely mouth. the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, drink every time they say chicky in this movie. Oh, yeah, Thank but... God that dude gets wiped out. <laughs> and then the uh, a big boomer because his heart is like mm-hmm. he has heart attack or something like that. Who has a heart attack? The, the other guy, the older. Uh, oh, he's got like blood pressure. Yeah, blood pressure, blood pressure problems. Yeah, totally. But I just feel like you know you're you're in the gang. You know you're like you're, you're coming up and then like they start like hey uh, Freddie Flakes over here. And they're like, Oh, man. <laughs> Who told you? And they're like, yeah, it's obvious. Well, also, like, if people are calling you fucking Freddy Flakes, like, you must not be that terrifying. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which is stupid because this dude's, like, the serial killer of the group. Yeah, he's the scariest one. And now his dandruff problem is very real life based, apparently, for him. It's something he struggles with all the time because his his lady friend, they go oh, back right. to the house. Yeah. And he gets a nice big old Selsun blues session. Oh, he's nice. in, they're in the bathtub together and she's rubbing 
I believe it's Selsun blue all over his head. <laughs> it's this blue shampoo. If, if this is true, that my I've, father once bought and I've used it in the nineties and it's crazy I, I, and it stung like it meth- stung, dude. Right? It fucking right? stung. It was, it was like, uh, God damn, like. Uh, I don't know, methanol or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, because yeah. it's it was one of those like, oh fuck, it's the last resort shampoo <laughs> bottle. Like you're like, oh, that fuck, was the original name empty. of it. <laughs> well, that's like, what your head's last resort. All the people who were melted from the street trash serum became. This is the first <laughs> stock of Selsun Blue. Um, I mean, that it sucked, and when you realized all the other bottles were empty, it was like, oh. fuck. Fuck me, Seltzer Blue. God damn it. I never used it. And you're just screaming in the shower because it hurts. Yeah, but it's wh- no good. Why is it erotic? Why does it? Well, I guess it's just, you know, it's, you got well, this lady well, friend Well, it there. doesn't have to be erotic. <laughs> okay. That's the thing is I kind of thought Freddie Flicks was the most, like, connectable character because they have this, like, nice time at home. Like, yeah, him and his wife true. seem to have a nice relationship. That is a great <laughs> point, Chris, because he seems to be have, these are the most normal people in yeah. the movie. More normal than Paul Kersey. And yeah, actually, because he's... The cross-dressing comes back because she's like wearing a tight outfit. It's like, yep. oh, you think I can think it would fit on me? It's like, oh, that's a nice little relationship. Oh, I missed that line yeah. entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then, then she's like, no, it won't. Like, you know, they're all, everything's out in the oh, open. Everybody's is, happy with each that other. That is so they're, sweet. They're mm-hmm. taking a bath together, waiting for a chicken to roast in the oven downstairs. <laughs> Are they fennel, cooking a chicken? With, I don't know. With oh. some fennel and potatoes, but they're also probably. talking shit about Michael Parks. Like, I don't know sure. what he's doing. Exactly. He's like a mean asshole. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is he making me do this for? Like, he's actually the hero of the film. Oh, relatable. He's <laughs> yes. so relatable. Yes. And then, by the way, while this is happening, Paul Kersey is uh, going uh, through. Uh, Chris. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul Stewart. Paul Stewart. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Professor Paul <laughs> Stewart. That's, that's Paul Kersey, noted murder. No, 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 no. It's just another guy with the same first name and the same profession. Totally. Kept looks the exactly like he yes. kept the mustache. Great point. Like you're, you're yeah. fucking uh, whatever that in plain sight show. Remember that USA show? Oh that God, ran? yeah. You're my, Mary or whatever the hell her name was. Oh, uh, uh, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, was that not the woman from Private Park? It was and the same woman. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wh- whoever she is. Your fucking case officer is like, all right, so architecture is out. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you can work construction. Kind of same sort of situation. Get him a job at a gun range. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why not? Or, but Just like the, a target the, range kind of a thing? First things first, the mustache has to go. That's yeah, absolutely that is that that is an iconic like, mustache. If you had to go to a sketch artist, it's like, what did this dude look like? The first <laughs> thing after old football is he had a mustache. So I by mean, the way, Paul Kersey. Paul Stewart, Paul Kersey, yes. while these normal people are doing their thing. Yeah. Totally normal person, Paul Stewart, is going through a toy store trying to find the thing that's best for bombs. Mm-hmm. And this is what's amazing. Like, you have to think about this for a second because he, what he winds up doing is he buys this, like, weird robot-controlled soccer oh, ball. Yeah. Sure. And he puts a bomb in it and blows this dude up, right? That's how, that's how uh, Freddie Flakes meets his end. Backtrack to him in this toy store. He's walking around going, I want to give this guy a toy that I've put a bomb in. Yes. What like if you if you think backwards the yeah. steps that leads him to doing this, mm-hmm. what the fuck? This movie is about a man with a gun going around and doing stuff. Get yeah. this fucking home alone shit out of here. This is because Bronson didn't want to do any stunts. Or like any kind of like moving around. Like this is just Oh, I'm driving a little thing around. Kaboom, bam. Was it pretty heavy today? <laughs> <laughs> was it after? I think we talked about this when we did Death Wish 3, but wasn't he like 
upset about like he yeah he had been crazy. tired of being like the, the murderer oh, yeah. guy yeah for a while now i mean i know he did the fourth and the fifth one against like it was out of money issues well I think. the fourth one he's definitely still just running around with guns there's no fucking robotic soccer balls in that movie and this was this is why it's a new turn for death wish you know <laughs> it's, it's it's exciting he's we're seeing a different side of paul kersey now and it's fucking weird dude he goes up to like the cashier and this guy's like played, oh well that's a sweet toy played by the director i believe no oh, is that right really? oh, oh according to the tribune anyway hey damien look this is my last ditch effort can i play the fucking cash oh who's playing the cashier oh well that just fits doesn't it <laughs> that fits nice and sweet buddy hey damien thanks a lot pal <laughs> Thanks a lot for looking out for old Jesse. That's Um, the worst case of nepotism I've ever seen. I mean, the cashier has the same name as the director. What is that? His his cousin? His brother? And man, he You know, I struck out on Freddie Flakes. I understand why I'm not Freddie Flakes. I get it, Damien. Real funny, pal. Oh, can they? I don't know. It's your scalps falling oh, off. Oh, yeah, that's They true. got a scalp. Yeah, that's hey, true. I still got a scalp day. <laughs> Just saying. The macho man didn't get that, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Lord, he tried. <laughs> I can't believe I'm not in this movie. Like, he's watching yes. this. Well, I could fucking goddamn it. He looks exactly like the Dr. Claw guy. Yeah, he How does. Do yes, yes. To do you're it? totally right. And you know what? That adds a little something to your movie, man. That's a little cachet right there. You're like, oh, fuck, Jesse the Body Ventura? Okay. But you could do Bronson V Ventura. You could build it up a little bit. Oh, if he was the Parks character? Or think? no, just one of the, the number two. You know what I mean? Like, anyone. that would also work. I will take anyone. <laughs> you could play any role. I'm the little idea. girl. Oh, no, my mother died. <laughs> Oh, yes, I am your daughter, Chelsea. Hey. hey. I'd be into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, very importantly, so the soccer ball goes on his property. Freddie Flakes has a security system. And he's like, huh, it's just a soccer ball. So he goes to take it. He's like, gosh darn kids. And it's the best <laughs> line, the second best line of the whole movie, which is Bronson being like, hey, Freddie, I can solve your dandruff problem. <laughs> and he blows him to sky, high, to sky high. And this is a great explosion. This is an oh, A plus. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. it's a dummy, and you see the front of the dummy explode. Yeah, it's pretty great. It also, like, the effect is kind of so cheap, it could also be a kids in the hall sketch. <laughs> yeah. And this dude is running they're right around. Up the, they're right off the road, by the way. That's <laughs> where in Canada. He's like... He is just fucking screaming mm-hmm. on fire. Oh, it's awesome. And his wife, his wife is the only one who, like, somebody who's died that she loves, and she's actually showing it. I don't think Paul Stewart, mm-hmm. like, cries once for his wife. No, he doesn't. You know, that's weird. I mean, I don't kind of remember, maybe I'm not remembering the movie properly. We, we see every mafia guy's funeral, but I don't believe we see her funeral, right? Who's you going to that, uh, Olivia's? Oh, there's no time for that. She was thrown in the garbage. <laughs> but like we go, we go to Freddie. We go to Chicky's funeral. We go to Freddie Flakes's funeral. Right. Well, I think it's because those are all Catholics. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, like we're having the big fucking mass for yeah, these mafiosos. Gotcha. I mean, I think she was just fucking cremated and put in the acid pool. <laughs> Or cremated by acid pool. That's, that's that, oh, maybe she stipulated that in her will. Like, yeah, I would yeah. like to be buried in my acid bath. <laughs> and um, also big, massive, I have to say, continuity error right here. Oh, Surprising. In, in the fifth Death Wish movie, I couldn't even believe it. You'd think they had continuity down at this point. 
But Freddie Flakes is in that tub with the fucking disgusting Seltzer Blue in his hair. And the alarm goes off and he's like, oh, fuck. Yes. And he gets out of this bath with this shit in his hair, runs immediately outside. That fucking shampoo is nowhere yeah. to be found. His hair is completely dry. Come on, movie. Come on. Like, at if least have it, him like a quick dunk <laughs> just to get that shit out of there. Do you need to see the dunk, Andrew? I need to see something, man. He can't come out with a dry head of hair. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a bad mistake. Um, the next Dandruff problem. There's a great scene around here where uh, Michael Parks' is a lady friend serves them cannolis and oh, flips right. the oh, fuck out. Oh, and he right. starts just throwing cannolis around his own house. <laughs> That's when you're rich, Eric. You know, you want to know when you're rich is when you are throwing cannolis in your house with abandon. Yeah, man. That's you're not even worried it. if you're gonna like hit a vase or anything. <laughs> I couldn't imagine being that rich. Like that cannoli just, tossing, rich. Yeah, not only tossing a cannoli, but wasting a cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> like, cannolis are good. It's like, do you remember how Freddie, how Chicky died? He starts throwing it at her. Yeah. Oh, at this point, the uh, older guy is like. Hey, I kind of don't want to be in the mafia no more, which is what you never say. Don't, don't say, say that. You never Famous say. last words, mm-hmm. man. You just, you, if you want to leave the mafia, you leave the mafia. Mm-hmm. Oh, in uh, the middle of the night. Yes, you with just, the clothes on yeah, your back. Right. And you got to turn bag. state's evidence, mm-hmm. man. Oh, yeah. There's that. But you got to be eating egg noodles and ketchup like a schnook. <laughs> that's what you're, you're going to wind up doing. Here's the thing, because you can't just run away. Mm-hmm. They no. will find you. You're not good enough to hide on your own. Nobody is. Well, if you do, you should change both your first and your last name. <laughs> yes, and you definitely have to become like a fisherman or something. Mm-hmm. Like, do the thing that you always told those dudes publicly that you hated. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I can't believe uh, I could never be a fisherman. Look at the job they do. Those guys are the real heroes. <laughs> you should definitely set this up. Yes. Why would you join the mafia? Mm-hmm. Plan your out yeah, if exactly. you need it. Not to say that you'll use it, but yeah, start totally. shit-talking mm-hmm. a profession but, right mean, out the gate. I would never have a podcast. Oh, those fucking podcasters Maron those lazy sons of bitches (laughs) bad movies I hate them watch good movies (laughs) what what do you sit around watching bad movies well watch a good movie Realistically, though, you can never escape the mafia. No, it's no, it never works out. out. And they're they're gonna find you. They're mm-hmm. gonna get you. And by the way, just yeah. quickly disclaimer: we've been talking trash about this Mickey Mouse mafia uh-huh. in this, yeah, in this movie. So. Yeah. We are pro mafia. Oh, of course, pro. of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. So, even uh, even some yeah. really well organized biker gangs. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they they <laughs> I you don't know. know. <laughs> well, some of them protect us better than the cops. Do. But this motherfucker <laughs> isn't mean streets. He's fifty two year old man who's lived his entire life as a mobster and now has to take fucking high blood pressure pills. Well, that's three a great times point, Chris, a day. Because see, in the natural course of the mobster. Now he should be replaced by a different mobster. You know, yeah, it, as a it mobster, should naturally work itself yeah. out. Unless you're the boss, right. you're not supposed to live that long. But also, th- this is a good point, Chris, because this guy, like, he's like, oh, you know, I can You know, ch- ever since Chicky died, I wanted out. Blah blah blah. The problem is, he's still a goon. He's like a fifty-five. You know, you look you're around. A all, you, all your other friends are capos. You're still a goon. Big problem. This dude. This dude has just been fucking failing, man. Passed yeah. over and passed if, over. If, if you don't get promotion at that point, I say you take this guy down to Staten Island, mm-hmm. put him on a trash flow, and fucking send him out into the fucking river and totally. have it be fucking done with. Yep. No, that's what it is. That's he'll, that's he'll, a mafia retirement. He'll man. die eventually, and all will be fine. <laughs> 
Uh, at some point, uh, Charles Bronson murders Miguel Sandoval like brutally. Yeah, because Miguel Sandoval's in on it. Obviously, he's sure. the one that uh, ratted out and told him about Olivia. And he winds up. Uh, he gets a, thinks he gets a drop on Curse, and he's like. Damn, Kersey, I didn't think it would be this easy. And then he gets shot in the chest like three times. It's fucking brutal, man. It's all while Charles Bronson is like looking at this raggedy Ann doll. <laughs> and I was like, you going to put a bomb in that now, yeah, you fucking no. weirdo? He's just like, is this me? Is this a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I'm also little and ragged. <laughs> thought this doll was me. <laughs> He does like a fucking gun under yeah. his armpit oh, move yeah. too. And Not also, bad. Guess, guess what? You know when you say, "Damn, Percy, I didn't think it'd be this easy." After you shoot him in the fucking head. Yep, that's exactly right. Don't say that and wait for thirty seconds. It doesn't count as getting the drop on someone <laughs> exactly. if you talk shit before getting the drop on someone. Mm-hmm. Get him in the ground first. God, and Miguel Sandoval's like a fucking cop. Come on, man. Oh, you know what? I hate comic books. I would never run a comic book store. That's fucking crazy. That's for a bunch of magabones. <laughs> Eat pizza for a living. <laughs> Not going to do it, ever. What oh, a waste man. of time. Oh, if we could retire on that. <laughs> what, pizza champions? <laughs> yes. He retired as he lived, a pizza champion. We won all the Papaginos uh, competitions <laughs> back in the 90s. Maybe that's our next podcast, Pizza Champions. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. yeah, a little pizza podcast. <laughs> I I would pizza do that. cast. I would do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a dumb gag where there's like another mafia funeral and like this, <laughs> so many. This little, I guess he's like a little mafia junior kind of kid. Like yeah. runs into the church. Oh and right. The gag is like all these dudes at this yeah. poorly attended funeral. Mm-hmm. By the way, all like whip out guns in church. And the priest is pathetically trying to like keep everything together, and he's like, "My children, no, not in the house of God." I was like, "Dude, you are fucking uh, officiating a mafia funeral. Get used to it now." This is, this is the same church that fucking bad lieutenant had his incident in. So like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. fucking let it go. So kind of the last sort of act of this movie. So Chelsea gets kidnapped, yes, by uh, Michael Parks, and that's what kind of turns. Forces Bronson's hand, right? There's no other kills, right, until the end. There's no other kills. Bronson leaves his calling card, which is he somehow gets the corpse of Miguel Sandoval in a huge crate. Oh, right. (laughs) Has it shipped to the warehouse, and it's like, to Mafia from your secret admirer. And they open this box, and Sandoval, like, falls out dead, and you're like, all right. (laughs) And then, like, it's kind of great because Michael Parks is like, oh, look at that, look at that. All right, just ship him off to Jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Makes total sense. Get him out in the Meadowlands, man. So, uh, Bring him to Tony. It's the middle of this movie. T- the ending of the climax of this movie. I don't know what this movie is in love with the afternoon for. I have no <laughs> idea. Because it's, it's, dude, it, you don't have to use as much artificial light. It's and also, also in between naps. <laughs> The early bird, I will not be missing the early bird special. That's right, dude. He was at the Sizzler at 5.30 every fucking day. Here's my coupon. Now get out of my way. I'll take the usual. Oh, man, the usual at the Sizzler. That's sad. Fucking five days a week, dude. Hey, you didn't give me a buttered roll. You might make a, You might be in the next Death Wish picture. <laughs> but seriously, get me another buttered roll. I'm, uh, I'm only so patient. Uh, so he starts infiltrating this place. Michael Parks is like prepared another crew of goons. 
that he like brings up to this office area. Did you notice this? So these like these two hitmen, one of which is the Jesse Ventura looking Dr. Claw guy, come in and he's like, All right, boys, take your pick of all these guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like loading up. And it appears as if Michael Parks has been like hot boxing this office. Did you notice this? Like the set is totally no. smoked out. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that just your living room? Or was <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was watching this at work. <laughs> Uh, it's just weird like he's sitting there he is smoking a cigarette but like there's yeah. this haze over the room and I was like what the fuck's he doing in there he's got those tinted glasses there's only one reason to oh, wear tinted yeah. glasses and oh. we know what the deal is Stanley mm-hmm. you're smoking a J my friend <laughs> oh exactly so I was smoking a J with Charles Bronson and I thought <laughs> hey architecture's cool now I'm an architect I was smoking a J with Charles Bronson and I was like are you an inflated E.T.? <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked on beer. <laughs> I was smoking a joint, and Charles Bronson came by. I was like, ooh, Gargoyle Man. Here he comes. It's Gargoyle Man. Look out, everybody. Here comes a Gargoyle Man. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> so what part of New York will you be from? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you look like a Hell's Kitchen kind of guy. <laughs> you, you like Daredevil, Charles? <laughs> Yes. Uh, so <laughs> How yeah. did fucking Stanley outlive Charles Bronson? My God. That's a great question. That is a great question. And, uh, you know, again, as we have to say, as of the time of this recording, yeah. it's February the 20th, 2018. <laughs> Stanley is still famously right. still alive. And if it's a few months after that, he has passed. <laughs> we understand that. We know how death works. Yes. Not for Stan Lee, man. He buried them all. <laughs> no, he's dead now at all. Like, if, you know, if you're listening to this in the future, this is a back catalog episode. Yeah, yeah. Death. He's, he's like, I created the Reaper. Josh <laughs> <laughs> so smoking a J with a dirty black rag. And I said, hey, put this on a skeleton and you got yourself a Grim Reaper. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yes, yeah, so Charles Bronson invades this warehouse for the final showdown. Yeah, and, like, you know, he shoots up a bunch of... The, the Dr. Claw guy's like, let's get him. It's like, it's <laughs> I so don't know weird. what... Like, it's insane. This this Alan Goldstein uh-huh. needed to call cut immediately <laughs> yeah. to be like, sir, 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 stop it. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, stop it. It's too late in the movie. We do not need this. Like, I fucking talk to you at your audition. I know you don't sound like that. <laughs> stop it. Stop that. He's hitting him with a newspaper. It's just, it's so distracting. Everyone else is talking like a human being. And this guy's like, get back here, Cursey. You're like, what the fuck? Is that guy the main villain? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't last long either, does he? No, he does like, immediately. Yeah, he gets like, shot instantly. Bronson lets this like uh, like forklift just fly through oh, all right. of these containers and shit. And of course, it's a mannequin driving. Oh, they right. lay waste to this thing. That's There's like a, a fucking grenade launcher. <laughs> it is. It's all in this warehouse that's supposed to be like what down on Seventh Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And um, the best part is he's shooting up these dudes. One guy gets shot into an electric fence. Yeah, he gets the Max Shrek. What, what, <laughs> where is this? What is a Max? What is an electric no, no, what, fence why, doing? In the, in why the is there an acid vent? And why is there a gigantic human-sized shredder? Yeah. Oh, that that's a great question. <laughs> this guy, oh, that's Sal coming up. or whatever. Yes, yeah, Sal. Sal's great. It and... looks like a machine to make uh, to make like those boxing bags. 
Yeah, yeah, like yeah. hitting bags. Oh, like it's it would like stuff a punching bag. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck this thing is because I think that's another way you get rid of mannequins. <laughs> like, let's retire this mannequin shred. So I would. Oh man, what's the acid for? Also that. Okay, you I got would, a lot of fucking mannequins. You, you listen, you shred them, Dude, and then you melt down the shreds. This makes no sense. You'd make more money selling those mannequins <laughs> as sex dolls or, or whatever. Oh, I, yikes. That's a rough fuck, dude. I'm going to use a little bit of the acid to like burn a hole in it, you know, for the dicks. And and got is, it. Is the pool full of piranha also for the mannequins? <laughs> yes. yes, that's right. Now, here's something. I will I will starve in the street and die. All right. Before my job is the guy that destroys the mannequins. No way. I don't. Why you think you're getting cursed? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's I'm a destroying. mishap. All I'm doing every day is destroying something with eyes and yes. a face, and I'm just throwing it into a chipper. Steve, Steve, Steve. The trick is you just don't look at it. Oh, okay. like put them in face first. No, here's the scary thing: is like you're about to throw it in there. What if it grabs you? Exa- you know yeah, exactly. Oh, like you're working movie, by yourself. What if it's a mannequin from the movie Mannequin? <laughs> oh fuck! They're Kim Cattrall just gets and, shredded. And be. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. You would be excited when you got to throw the mannequin into the lava pit. Yes, I would. Of course I would. Now it's a lava pit? I just think they have all of Wait, these I think this everywhere. Takes There's place, floors. This takes place in Darth Vader's castle. I don't think it's a fashion warehouse anymore. I think it's a Bond villain warehouse. Oh, it absolutely it would have is. to be. Outfitting. So yes, he, he kills all these goons. He wraps one dude up in like saran wrap. <laughs> Yeah. This is this dude was wrecked while this was happening, and this could have been. You know, I could also. I certainly could be wrapped in saran wrap. Wouldn't be the first time, buddy. <laughs> Remember SummerSlam '87? Wrapped up good at that after party. Remember the Abraxas party? Holy <laughs> shit! Hey, Damien, remember at the Abraxas rap party when we all got super wasted in that town in Canada <laughs> and just started wrapping each other up in saran wrap? I didn't tell anybody at the time, but I was so fucking horny. <laughs> this is what he thinks safe sex is. <laughs> like the naked gun. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the best part is this guy's a big beefcake. He's enormous. He wraps him in saran wrap, and he's like, please don't kill me. And he, he gets whatever piece of information he needs to get from him. And he... L- the tiniest Charles Bronson <sighs> picks this guy up and lifts... <laughs> like It's like he's... Oh, well, he's in saran wrap, so he weighs less. Like, no, absolutely not. Saran wrap functions just like water. <laughs> he picks him up and puts him on like a meat hook or something. You're like, he's fucking leather face. Are you <laughs> kidding me? He, and you can this see Bronson. a big fucking dude. Yeah. Hip, here it comes. It's it's like a motorized thing for coats and stuff, yeah, which obviously it. could support a 250-pound <laughs> man. Of course, dude. Why not? <laughs> Lifted by an 150-pound 70-year-old. And so this is the part where he, he runs into Sal. This is where he, uh, I don't know if he's got a good quip, but he does throw him into this fucking wood chipper. Not before, by the way, because it's fucking amazing. Our friend that is wrapped in plastic oh, right. is going around. We cut away to like the little girl tries to make a break for it. Michael Parks gets her immediately. We cut back. Sal like gets into the warehouse and this dude is strung up like the fucking Mothman prophecy. <laughs> and Sal's is like, what the hell is that? And just like, shoots this dude <laughs> and a ghost. Oh no, one of the mannequins came alive. Come alive, come My greatest fear realized. <laughs> Blamo. He's dead, wrapped in plastic. I would say uh, one of my favorite parts of this movie is when, like, after all the goons die, it's Michael Parks. He's on. A, he's got a walkie talkie. He's like, Billy, Johnny, Ricky, Tommy, <laughs> <Yeah>. Teddy. <laughs> 
gravy. Like he just keeps going on and on and on. Amber <laughs> Thompson. <laughs> Scooter Morgan. I've cleaned I'm almost positive you went back and watched it. Like he says more names than there were dudes there. Like <laughs> or maybe it was some guy who went to get a smoke break or something. Like it was just like Tommy Davy you know, going on and on and on. Uh so yeah, so then Bronson comes in, he gets in a fight with Sal, and he throws Sal into this fucking person juicer. Man. This wow. dude gets it. It's a good one too. Like yeah. it's you see like the bits of the guts kind of happening. He gets thrown it like the pieces are in this like huge cheesecloth sack. Yeah, it's this is not slop. A, it's he not turned a, into slop. It's not a death wish kill. It's an uh, the exterminator kill. Yes. Well, speaking of death wish and fucking Eli Roth, man, that's a fucking hostile death. Yeah, oh, so you think it's going to be a lot of that torturing people? <sighs> Probably. You do see in the trailer the overly long trailer where he like he, oh I haven't seen it he puts a some guys under a car and he's like hey yeah. man you can't do this and he gets crushed by a car ah, cool hey it's cool. just like and it's just I don't know fucking Bruce Willis with that baby head he's got these days boy like, do I hate Bruce Willis like just yeah, get a beard maybe get the mustache like some defining feature other than this weird baby head just <laughs> stop making these movies you yeah. idiot like I mean oh he's my. terrible he is terrible and it's they're all the same kind of movies and like he's terrible in them of course he's terrible in them but like it's just the same thing over and over and nobody like, wanted this death wish no, nobody wants nobody it. No. and it couldn't be at like a more tone deaf time yep. like oh, it's God. just and you know people are going to be watching it for all the wrong fucking reasons mm-hmm. god damn it god damn this movie I got an invite to the trade screening. I deleted it immediately. Maybe it's going to be great. You know what, guys? Maybe nope. it's going to be great. You have to. You should bear witness, though. That's what. That's what you have. I mean, to I'll probably do. bear witness at some point. Yeah, but I mean, like, fuck you. I'm not taking time out of work to go see that. Bear witness. Was a fucking reanimator. Bear witness <laughs> to the horror. That would be pretty great, actually. Uh, yeah, so that dude's dead and turned into pig food. What ha- I lose track because the end of the movie happens very quickly. Yes, it does. What happens to Chelsea? I, I don't think you see her at the end of the film, right? She is, yes, she is indeed saved. Okay. She, she gets in uh, custody of that cop who, oh, right, who's right. like not a character. He kind of like Alan Alda a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. And he comes in and he's like, hey, what's going on in here? And Michael Park shoots him immediately. Yes. Does not kill him, but this dude goes down and then it's just Bronson V. Parks. And the first thing he does, which is so gruesome to look at, is put the bottle in his face. Yes. Bronson puts the bottle in and parts his face. a broken bottle. Yeah. yeah. That, but, cutting his face. Yeah, that's the eye for an eye. Like, this is for but, Olivia. Which, like, he makes no mention of. No, no, no. By no. the way, he had this broken glass, like, two deaths ago. He was planning <laughs> this all out, man. Dude, it's he a long He had it down con. pat. Totally. Hold on. I got to check my inventory. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's okay, Chelsea. Yeah. Here's the uh, broken bottle. All right. Is my healing potion. (laughs) There's my, uh, I guess, stepdaughter. I got a rune stone if I want to transport back to Uh, California. Can't believe they make me take up a spot in my inventory for the map that I'm mandated to have anyway. (laughs) What a design flaw in this game. I'm going to have to drop the soldier's gun and get the general's gun. (laughs) I I don't... I only do quests in the afternoon. I'm not using that candle. They give you a little candle. I'm not using that little candle. Oh no, the lights went out in the fashion factory. Sure could have used that candle. <laughs> oh, this uh, sizzler coupon will come in handy for my sizzler quest. Half have dinner with a bunch of NPCs. Half his inventory is sizzler coupons. <laughs> no, I won't get rid of them. 
I've been holding on to this ancient gear for five <laughs> days now. Isn't it stupid that I keep updating my uh, armor, but I look the same? Like, what the <laughs> hell? If the armor is different, I should look different. Oh, uh, he's always in leather armor. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so he, face armor. He, he gra- and then he he basically says, "You need a bath." Oh is, yeah, he does. You knew this acid pit was coming. Of back. course. And I gotta tell you something. We watched this movie circa two thousand two. Mm-hmm. This was like the early seeds of we hate movies. Sure. Steve and I, freshman year. We sat around, we watched all these Death Wish movies and just fucking made fun of them the whole time. And I remembered the end of this movie correctly, and I couldn't even believe it. The fucking years of alcohol abuse. I remembered that Michael Parks fell in a fucking vat of acid. It's a great one, man. It's pretty great. He's fucking screaming around in there like Jason Voorhees at the end of that first one. And you see the body deteriorate, which you is totally a pretty, do. pretty decent effect. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's You know, the, the death effects are pretty good. Yeah. No, for, I think for, for that, what this movie is for the last couple ones, I th- th- that's what I like. It's weird that like, yeah, his laziness actually made them have to be creative, mm-hmm. like so they actually thought of like weird but, ways like, to kill him. Yeah, but like this movie then needed to just be repurposed as like the Runway Avenger, a, ho- or a horror movie. Like it, that's what it should. Or be. Or yeah, the Runway Killer. Yeah, <laughs> something. You oh know no, what I mean? I'm the Runway Killer. <laughs> oh, I'm the killer? Oh, cool twist. Oh, wait, the people are in the airplane, and I'm just standing on the runway? What am I doing? <laughs> Killing the runway. <laughs> so, uh, but then, look, this cop wakes up. He's not dead, and he's like, ah, well, you made short work of this whole gang. And he's like, I sure did. Hey, am I in? And he doesn't even get to say, am I in, like, any trouble or what? This is awesome. It's, it's, it's kind of like... You hit, you tapped a car, and you're like, "What are we gonna do? Can I just leave you 200 bucks and walk away?" I don't want to get the cops involved. <laughs> but it's weird because this dude is like, "Nah, nah, I'll take care of it again." I mean, if you're going to allow that open fucking bath of acid, this is gonna happen. I, I mean, if if you sign off on it. I feel like it can't be a crime if somebody dies in it. Will also, but that's a good point, Chris. So, like, how do you take care of it? Ah, mass suicide. This guy jumped in the wood chipper. These guys <laughs> shot each other. This guy wrapped himself in saran wrap. Freako. And uh, <laughs> this guy jumped in the ash. Or you just invent, like, oh, it was the Punisher. And he was quickly in and out. I didn't, you know, I didn't get a good look at him. I just Speaking of him. fucking scraping your face across a broken mirror. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. End of that first season. Pretty Woo. cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you work. Maybe it's a thing where you like pin it all on like one dude and then that dude came after you and you pushed him in the ass. Hey, you know what? Uh, what if Chelsea did it? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, she's a minor. Oh, yeah, she'll get off scot free. She was uh, upset about the death of her mother. Whatever you do, Chelsea, don't say it was Slender Man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Here, I'll take you out of my inventory. <laughs> I think Lost I saw that uh, those girls are doing time. Oh, yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, oh, they're like they're in jail for, or, yeah. for life almost. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, don't fucking stab people. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a tip. Don't believe in the Slender Man. Yeah. Great tip. Wait, what, else, what are you going to believe, believe everything you read on the internet? Like the news? <laughs> Uh, Hashtag fake Slender Man. So, but the last line is... It's Batman o- ending. 
Oh, it's it's great. Yeah, you're totally because <laughs> he's right. he's just walking down a hallway, and the guy's like, "Well, what if I need you or something?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." Like, I don't even know what his last line. Hey, is. give me a call for a sequel setup. Yeah, but he, no, he basically references like something from that hospital exchange when he's uh, like, "It fucking took you 16 years to continue failing." All right, yeah. He's like, "Give me a call if you need any help." Fucking freeze frame oh, yeah. on him in silhouette walking yes. out the door. Nice. <laughs> what you're gonna want to do is make a sign that you can put up into the sky of burnt scrambled eggs <laughs> with the mustache. Then I will know. Or bearing that, if it's a, if it's around November, December, put uh, put an old jack o' lantern on the roof of the uh, <laughs> the police station and. We'll it's like the X Files <laughs> putting the X on the window. <laughs> but make sure it's before five thirty because I go to bed at six. So <laughs> those are the uh, those are the business hours. Man, going to bed at six p.m.—that's living. Mm-hmm. That is living. You hit the dinner special at Perkins at five. <laughs> oh home and in god. bed by six. Oh god! Oh god! Eating at a Perkins. <laughs> oh god! You just gave me fucking family vacation road trip flashbacks. <laughs> It's not a good one. No. So that's Death Wish Five: The Face of Death. Would anybody recommend it? I, no, I, I don't. I, I, I really don't like these movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 the, I don't even like the first one that much. Most I'm gonna be contrarian honest. film critic <laughs> in the world. Yes, I'm the first one to say that the rest are bad. Um, <laughs> hey, he did make the top ten though. Yeah, I have yeah. to do a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, but I like, of course, I had fun watching it, so I sure. guess I have to have a light recommend. Then. Uh, I got a kind of strongish recommend. I remember watching this like I was, I had like dinner plans, and <laughs> this kind of came up on TV, and I was really late to dinner. It was just like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I want this is the acid one, right? And I felt, ooh, and I was like, it was, it was one of those things where it's like. It takes me 20 minutes to get there. What if I leave? Or, you know, I got to be there in 20 minutes. It takes me two. It's a five minute walk, like one of those situations. Listen, but this is what's great about that, Mm -hmm. dude. The thing in this town, man, that you can skate by on all the time. God, the fucking trains. Oh, Oh, the trains. Let me tell you about the trains. It's not the acid that. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and you could just watch Death Wish till the cows come home. Or you stop in the middle of the street and you had to charge your phone for a while. Oh, Oh, sure. Say that, yeah. One of those charging posts that I'm sure have. Hacks your phone. Or just say I had to take a shit. Yes, also. <laughs> so, <laughs> my theory in life. Uh, this is a light to no recommend for me. Because <laughs> uh, I will say watch the first four sure. instead. The first four are much better. Oh, yeah, this is the wor- they do go down that ladder. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually think three is probably the second best. I would say, yeah, I was going to say it's like a one, three, two, four, five for mm, me. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm not a Death Wish completist. I think it's fine. If you are a Parks completist, a Michael <laughs> Parks completist, yeah. watch this movie. He's the only good part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? There's like, like we said, there are tons of other Charles Bronson movies that are just Death Wish under different names. Yes, yeah. Ten to Midnight is a fucking crazy Murphy's one. Law was great. I just watched that. It's fantastic. Assassin. Fascination, my fucking god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my god. The Great Escape. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that is Death Wish 5, The Face of Death, directed by Alan A. Goldstein. If you want more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or find us over at headgum.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Austin, March the 10th. 
7 p.m. We are coming to your town. We are talking about Maximum Overdrive. Headgum.com. Click on the live tab for ticket information. It's a real shame that we only put out four episodes in February. You know, February's over. We only yeah. put out four episodes. Oh. I wish there was something that could be done about that. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just being handed something from the news office. We got a Patreon episode, don't we? We did. We did an episode on Man of Steel on Patreon. And if you sign up now at the $5 level, you'll not only get the, the Man of Steel episode, you'll get last month's Bright episode, and you'll get next month's Spirit Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance uh, it's not called Ghost Rider 2 but it's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance but yeah, it's really Ghost right, Rider yeah. 2 yeah. but also at that $5 level wait that's not all no, no. You, you get, get more than that you get, you get 18 more? animation damnations 18-ish animation damnations ish ish and exclusive access to our newsletter where we write about stuff that we don't talk about on the air like other movies we're watching exactly and you get the schedule ahead of time mm-hmm. and at the $8 level you get the nexus and some oh, commentary of course the nexus. and right, some spoiler our... I might spoil it with the commentary next month for go ahead. Ooh, do it do go it right spoil it do it, do it do it do it we are gonna drop a commentary on the Cloverfield Paradox. Whew, that movie is Stupid City. Mm-hmm, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also, by the way, uh, access to our entire back catalog yeah, archive, totally 100% commercial free. Mm-hmm. So how about that? Patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, we're on Twitter at WHM Podcast and Facebook.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, what are we doing next week on the program proper? Listener Request Month begins properly with the Jerky Boys. Oh, shit. Ugh. Talking like, prank phone calls, talking about oh, movies God. that had no business getting made <laughs> uh, with the Jerky Boys film. So until next week, when we kick off Listener Request Month, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Cabin. Out of order, Steven Sadak. Uh, Eric Sisko always last. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. That was a HeadGum Podcast.